Welcome to the Fantastic Magic Center. I'm Kent Cummins, and I'm going to share the real secrets of magic. Christmas magic. Well, certainly magic started for me with Christmas. I've told you that story, the origin story, where in Christmas of 1949, my dad gave me an A.C. Gilbert Misto Magic exhibition set, and when I opened that up and saw all the mysterious things inside, I said, I'm going to be a magician. And apparently lots of little boys got magic sets for Christmas and said that because I was not the only little boy that called himself Misto the Magician for a while. But I am one of the few little boys that kept being obsessed with magic for the rest of my life. So that I'm recording this in the middle of December of 2023, which is why I'm thinking about Christmas magic. And next year will be my 75th year as a magician. But perhaps it all started when I was born in uh, 1943, January 6th. Well, in the Christian tradition, that's Epiphany, Twelfth Night, Coming of the Magi. Oh yeah, Coming of the Magi on January 6th? Here I come. Although I wasted the first six years of my life, I didn't become a magician until I was almost seven. And I became a magician because of what I got for Christmas. And that was an important Christmas in many ways, since it's also the year that my mom made my first two puppets. And then every year for several years, my dad would give me the next biggest A.C. Gilbert Misto magic set until eventually I got the big professional set that came in a red suitcase. And the suitcase had four holes in the bottom of, of one side uh, with four black dowels inside the suitcase so that you could make a table out of that red suitcase. It wasn't a very sturdy table, and it wasn't particularly convenient since all the magic props were inside the suitcase. Still, I remember it well, and there was black plastic cloth inside to use as a tablecloth, and there were posters inside, which I did use to promote my magic shows when I did them, I suppose, at my home. Every Christmas, I would get a magic set, and I got my first magic wand for Christmas. It was, I'm sure, part of the Fun and Magic shop in San Antonio, one of their things. It was a black Catalan magic wand with sort of a goldish tips, not really white. But that was my first magic wand, and my first book was the Bob Orban Encyclopedia of Patter. Well, my first book was the A.C. Gilbert Misto Magic Instruction Booklet. But it wasn't long before almost everybody was giving me magic things for Christmas. The magic of Christmas. And what magician is possibly as amazing as Santa Claus? I mean, the things that Santa Claus is said to have done would be impossible if you weren't a magician. And the same thing is true of his reindeer. I mean, good heavens, how could Santa and his reindeer travel all over the world in just one night and do these amazing things? And then, of course, Rudolph, I mean, it would take magic to have a bright, shiny red nose. And then, of course, th there's Frosty the Snowman. He was just a snowman, but there must have been some magic in that old silk hat they found. Because when they put it on his head, he began to dance around. Frosty the snowman. I suppose even the Grinch had a bit of Christmas magic. 
And who was it that wrote that classic Christmas story? Why, I believe it was a famous author who was also a magician. Magic everywhere you look. And since my specialty has always been magic with a message, needless to say, if I'm doing shows around Christmas, and of course people always want magicians doing shows around Christmas, well then, I need to theme those shows with Christmas. The people who make magic props make some beautiful silk scarves with pictures of Santa on them. I remember I once had a trick called the egg bag, but it wasn't an egg, it was a Christmas stocking, and we used a Christmas ornament instead of an egg. Now, for those of you who aren't magicians, the egg bag is a very popular, at least with magicians, a very popular trick where you show a cloth bag empty and you aggressively show that it's empty and you bring somebody up from the audience and they feel all around it. It's definitely empty. And then you produce an egg. And usually it's a wooden egg because a real egg, if somebody aggressively hit it at the wrong place, would make a real mess inside the bag. And you had the same problem with many of the round ball Christmas ornaments. So when I did use that particular trick, I used a Christmas ornament that was more solid. And magicians all do tricks with red sponge balls. And if that red sponge ball doesn't look like it might be Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer's nose, well, I don't know what sponge balls are for. And they say Santa Claus is making a list and checking it twice. That reminds me of a trick called Clippo, where you take a list, a uh, long piece of paper, and you fold it up and cut a piece out, and then it restores, though smaller. And then you cut another piece out, and it restores again, though smaller yet. In fact, Clippo, I believe, was in my very first magic set, although the gimmick which I'm not going to tell you because there are too many non-magicians listening, but it had dried up and it wasn't available. So I didn't learn Clippo till many years later. And when I was the Wizard of Westgate, a program that for 20 years promoted Halloween promotions for a small regional shopping mall, we also did some Christmas promotions because if our little mall had a magician magically producing Santa, well, we could draw people away from those big malls that maybe didn't have that kind of an exciting program. So we definitely did Christmas magic at Westgate Mall. And in fact, I've told you about my fireplace illusion, my Santa Claus illusion. There's a whole separate episode about that. So just go back and look at some of the older podcast episodes, and you can read all about my Santa Claus illusion, which we developed for Westgate Mall. And then we had an artist who did coloring book drawings draw a Christmas coloring book for the kids, but it was all magic themed. So pictures of me and Santa and Rudolph with magic theme in this coloring book. And it came in two sizes. One of them was eight and a half by 11. The other was half that because it was the same size paper, but folded in different years. We would give away those magic coloring books. And there are lots more Christmas-themed magic tricks available. And I mentioned Santa Claus being the Christmas magician. I actually have been Santa Claus. I had a t-shirt that had a pillow sewed into it. So in order to get into the costume, I would first put on that t-shirt, which gave me the big belly, which thankfully I did not have naturally, and uh, then put on the Santa Claus costume with the beard and the hat and the rosy red cheeks were makeup, and I made an okay Santa. I don't think it was necessarily my favorite costume character, 
At least I can say that I have been Santa Claus. For most Christmas parties, I was not Santa Claus. I was the magician, and I would magically produce Santa Claus. And I considered magically producing a Christmas tree complete with lights and ornaments, and I had the illusion that could make that happen because of the La Mancion tree production. Again, there's a separate podcast episode just about the La Mancion tree production, but if you go back and listen to that, you'll realize, oh, that tree could have been a Christmas tree. Oh yes, it could have, but oh my gosh, that was an elaborate illusion and very difficult to do, so logistically, it wasn't particularly helpful. And the fireplace illusion. Also, logistically, there, there was a lot of stuff that had to be schlepped back and forth in order to do the fireplace illusion. But in most of my big shows, I would do the giant Book of Magic illusion, which I also talk about in a separate podcast episode. If you haven't been listening, you need to go back and hear some of these. <laughs> but there have been several times when my assistants would show the Book of Magic empty, and they would spin it around, and then they would produce the fantastic Kent Cummins, and then I would spin the book around again, and guess who would come out? Well, sometimes it was a jumbo rabbit. Sometimes it was a gorilla. Sometimes it was the master of ceremonies. And sometimes it was Santa Claus. Magicians do a trick called the dancing cane. Well, that could be a candy cane. And, of course, I can juggle Christmas ornaments. I could even juggle three lumps of coal. Actually, I might be able to juggle four lumps of coal. Mm, it depends on the size and shape. I know I could juggle four charcoal briquettes, but I digress. It was Christmas that started me on my career as a magician. Seventy-five years as of next year, 2024. And many of my first props and books and costumes were given to me as Christmas presents. Many of the shows that I got paid to do that helped me eventually earn a living as a magician were Christmas parties. The magic don't work if you don't believe, but I've always believed in the magic of Christmas. I'm Kent Cummins. Join us next time for more tales from the Fantastic Magic Center. And if you'd like even more information, well, join us on our website fantasticmagiccenter.com Kent cannot preserve the secret legacy of magic without your support. Start today by going to fantasticmagiccenter.com and clicking the red Join Our Patreon button. <laughs>